Ah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Honestly, you know the deal, yeah? Man like Mo, out here, we out here. Okay, and <laughs> we can finally, after like 10 million years, introduce the newest member of The Furnace. This guy's forever exaggerating, <laughs> you know? Constantly. It might as well have been 100 years. 100 weeks, 100 years, whatever. Million years. Anyway. So, yeah. So, um, for a while, we've been trying to find a, a female voice to be on the furnace. Shout out to Gems, though. Because Gems is always in and out yeah. on the podcast. But we're thinking, yeah, we want to have like a, like a, like a permanent female voice. Female presence. And then, like, a person came along. She's getting a bit gassed. Looking hair and that with the hair. Getting a bit gassed. Yeah, so she's she's been on a couple of times before, <coughs> and the synergy was just sick. So after very brief and quick um, discussion, we decided to ask Miss Kaylin to become our newest member of the podcast, and she accepted. So welcome, Kaylin. Jeez. Kind of deaded out that introduction, to be honest. Who you? <laughs> didn't build it up for you well done then you mentioned the name before you let it crescendo I don't care about these kind of things anyway <laughs> welcome to the finest Kaylin thank you welcome gonna bring that fire from that on that on that female perspective white girl tipsy with the holy spirit you done no blow <laughs> <laughs> wow okay what? did not see that coming <laughs> Let's get into this. Mm. So, as you all know today, today is Father's Day. Is, is, is it Father's Day or Father's Sunday? It's Father's Day. What's Father's Father Sunday? Sunday? Because I, because I swear that there's Mother's Day and there's, there's Mother and Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. It's the same thing, but there is Mother and Sunday. But, it's it's, yeah, it's, but Father and Sunday doesn't happen because he's left by that point. Geez. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like um so you so like um as the church strategy they try to commemorate fathers. Mm. But they never do it on like the same skill that they do mothers. That's what I was thinking today <laughs> at church. I was like on Mother's Day they don't say oh to people whose mums aren't around like all of this, but on Father's Day they were like talking about the absence of a father more than a father. It's so negative all the time. Uh, and like you know, on Mother's Day the mothers will get chocolates, they'll get flowers. This, this they, got, they got a puzzle piece. This <laughs> year we didn't get nothing. Well, we got a puzzle piece. And a candle. Last year we got like um, a piece of like chewing gum. Because we were extra special and it was, it was, it was extra. <laughs> wow, who came up with that? I, re- I remember that. Actually. I remember you yeah, saying I remember that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, the church that I was in, because it's different to the church that I'm in now, on Mother's Day, they gave out dummies. For babies. For babies. Oh, yes. To the mum. That makes no sense to me. It's a prophecy. You're a mum. And keep your mom, yeah. on Father's Day, they printed out this one dead. When I say print, it's like the office printer. Not even like Vista print. <laughs> nah, nah, the office printer, yeah? When the ink was running out, so you can see the lines in between the printer, yeah? Printed up one dead, like, strip of paper. Happy... F- I'm just like, yo, you might as well should have just... Just given man, like, a toddler on or something. <laughs> one toddler and you break it and then you pass it on. Literally. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I did go to the card factory today. Rose for my mum. I'm pretty sure. Bought her everything. <laughs> like... You bought for your mum? Yeah, no, like, like on Mother's Day, I'll buy my mum, like, chocolates, flowers, all that. And then my dad got a card with two bears on a boat. <laughs> oh, man. And, I don't know, we've, I think we've got to um, this point in, our, in society where the role of fathers is almost looked down upon, in a sense. And it's almost like chicken and eggish in, 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 when you ask, um, is it is it diminished because dads are no good or or are dads are no good because their will has been diminished? Mm. Just just before you go on talking about double standards, Mo, how do you like to compare Mother's Day to Father's Day at your church? Do you know what? Yeah. 
Do you know what? Yeah. So, we normally have a ministry meeting on a Tuesday. And during Mother's Day, like weeks, at least a week before Mother's Day, the whole department were talking, yes, Mother's Day is coming up. Um, where's the florist we normally get our, our flowers from, this and that? As a church, like, they bought boxes of daffodils. And each box had, like, bundles of daffodils. And at the end of service, they were like, Happy Mother's Day. All the children, come to the front, pick up a bunch of daffodils and go give it to your mums. So people were coming to, kids were coming to the front. Obviously, every kid was like, yeah, I'm getting my mum flowers. Running to the front, grabbing daffodils. Women were getting, like, two, three bunches. Women that weren't even mothers were getting, being given daffodils by kids, like, oh, you're like a mother to me, this and that, that. And that was cool. I was like, oh, this is nice. Come Father's Day, yeah? Tell me why they didn't even mention Father's Day the whole service. They just pretended it wasn't a thing. They just they pretended like the date was just erased from the calendar. You know, yeah. When, the, when they do do stuff for Father's on Father's Day, women, women will come and try and hijack it as well. <laughs> See, I've, I've had to play the role of mother and father. father. So I'm coming to get my chocolate. <laughs> it was like, I raised it with my manager and I was like, yo, like, it's not simply because I'm a dad, but as Robert was saying, it's like the narrative outside of the church is just, is so much so like, where are the men? Um, we need men to raise these kids who are on the street, rare, tear, tear, this and that. Um, kids are off the rails. We need men to mentor them, to father them, this and that. And I know personally in the church there are some great dads that even I look up to. And to not even have them say Happy Father's Day to them, it's like, mm. it's a shame. Mm. It's a real shame. And it, it almost reinforces what you hear outside. Obviously, if you're a great dad to your children, you're not necessarily going to change that because someone didn't say Happy Birthday. Mm. I mean, Happy Father's mm. Day. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, like... Are you just going to gloss over mm. like all the, the dads in the church? They get really quick to talk about all the negative things when it comes to fathers. But when it comes to the positive things, suddenly, mm. oh, that should be a standard, so we shouldn't have to say it anyway. That, that jars me to the max, um, right. so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this just irritates me. Um, there's a... Now that there's been a lot, a lot of news of um, kids being stabbed, Mm. Um, on my Facebook and every time like another boy gets stabbed they're like oh where are all the men they, they need to take these kids off the street this and that and then I posted up on Facebook I was like yo we're doing we're, we've started an initiative where we're going to be teaching young people of um, Hackney um, creative skills so not only is it going to take them off the streets, but it's also going to give them a creative outlet to be able to know that I've got a voice and I can kind of share it in a constructive way. I've purposefully tagged the people who are like, yo, where are all the men yeah, doing? Yeah. I tagged them all in it. And I was like, all right, cool. If you can't donate, at least share it on your Facebook page. Tell me why every single one of them ignored the tag. Yeah, the thing with social media, um, and I'm sure we'll come off the top, <coughs> I think with social media is... It's 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 what we would what I would um, relate to you know like when you're exceedingly emotional about something you just want to shout and you go out you know to the mountain top and you shout but the problem with social media is everyone's shouting and so it's just become a place where the most radical views are the only ones that are gonna stand out because everyone's got views and doing something positive ends up being not as popular as something negative. I sort of disagree though. Mm. I think lately it's becoming like trendy to be like reaching out like when these like um like bad things are happening like mm. say like the tower thing like mm. a lot of my friends that have never piped up ever about volunteering or any cause that they're passionate about mm. are now like um oh you have no excuse yeah. we'll come pick yeah. up your donations and take it there. But then is is so the question then is is it the positive thing or is it the positive reaction to a negative thing that's brought it out if that makes sense yeah as in like it was a negative thing that had had to happen first and then the response was positive mm. which which as you're as you're saying actually has been like incredibly you know incredibly motivating to see but without that sort of negativity would that have happened 
you know, there are tons of homeless people on the street yeah. without something. And, and, you know, you've got to question some of the motivations behind these things because a lot of it has gone political. Um, so you've got to question some of those motivations as well. But if not for that negativity or the sort of donation things, we still could have been doing it. I have to also come in because my church actually did, you know, we Father's Day is normally, it's Father's Day, so the men get to run the service and it's all about the men's movement. And they've had a, they've actually had a week-long um, men's movement thing, you know, bringing men together and talking about all, I don't know what they talked about, I didn't go to any services. <laughs> However, <laughs> they, did, they did buy us something, uh, did buy their fathers something for church, which was kind of nice. I'm not even a father yet, so they got me something that was nice. Do you think that people who, or like guys who are not yet fathers, should be celebrating on Father's Day? Because they might not ever be fathers. Hey, what are you trying to say? I'm just saying, sometimes. Yeah, but you could a, still be a father figure, you know? Yeah, boom. Yeah. But you could well, not you be. Can't, you but you can't be your chicken, but yeah, most of us are fathers. <laughs> like, like real men, you know? They could, um, <laughs> they could have like a little sibling or something that they, they try to. Make sure they're being brought up right. So, and, and also in response to your, your 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 point about the chicken and the egg kind of thing, where maybe there are people that are working out on their kids or fathers that are not, the ones that aren't, I think, should be encouraged to be that father figure, you know, or <coughs> be encouraged to, you know, make it seem or, or present some sort of incentive to being a father other than, you know, it's your it's your responsibility to do what you need to do, but also you know make make it. Make it something we appreciate, so that kids have that sort of understanding. But you know, if, if I grow up, I want to be with dad. That's also appreciated mm-hmm. in this way. Have you celebrated your dad today? Not me. Yeah, well, I'm just like for the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've got him a card and uh, some gifts. We've always got him like watches and ties. So today we got this time we got him a uh, uh, spray set kind of thing. Did you say we? My, myself, my younger brother, my younger sister. So? All three of us. Together? Yes. Nice. Do you know what, my, me, um, I, I have, like, celebrated my dad, um, not in, like, the traditional way or anything, but... You didn't insult him today. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my relationship with my dad is, is a bit temperamental. Mm. So, but yeah, I have celebrated you, know, you say temperamental, but it's just it's Ghanaian, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, Ghanaian, Ghanaian fathers are not supposed to have good relationships with their sons. It's supposed to be strict. I tell you what to do, you do it. No mm. questions asked kind of thing, so, I guess. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. My dad's had to cave because he brought up kids in this country who have rights and they have a voice. <laughs> 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 so he's had to adjust his methods, but mm. yeah. So, um, what about you, Kaylin? Yeah, I bought my dad a card from Card Factory, you know, the boat and the bears, <laughs> and uh, took it to him, and then, yeah, we went we went to go hang out for a bit. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was alright. <laughs> well, I can't say I didn't, he's my dad. Yeah, exactly, I, I've done it, though, it was, it was quite a big thing, me, like, three months ago, swore I wouldn't talk to him again, so, I feel like, my 99p card. What was a shout? Uh, well, for me, I can't actually remember the last time I had a conversation with my father, to be honest. Did you talk to him? No. It's been a very long while. No, I'm asking, is that intentional or is that um, Ghanaian again? I don't think it's down to being Ghanaian. I just like think that our relationship wasn't one that... I don't know. Yeah. It's just never... You actually communicate. Yeah, well, we never had much of a like, relationship because when I was four, he moved to Ghana for like 10 million years. They didn't Again, really it was the exaggeration. Yeah, then he came, then came back just when before. you were five? No, no, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> he came back just before I started looking for like secondary schools and stuff. At uh, what age? When I started looking for secondary schools, what age is that? <laughs> 10, I don't know, it could so be like, anything. It's like 10, 11. Oh, so he didn't go for 10 million years? He, he went, went for, for six. Like, six years. 10 million years. <laughs> And then he was there for a few years, but no, the relationship was never really there. And uh, yeah, and because I've never like really had a relationship with him, I, I, there was never anything for me to measure what it should have been like. Mm-hmm. So I've never felt like I've, I've, I've missed anything 
from him not really being there. But mm. do you not see how your friends are with their parents and like you see their relationships and? Um. Well, I've seen some positive father relationships, but I've, I've also seen some like very negative ones as mm. well. Mm. So, um, but to be to be fair, a lot of those have been from my female friends. But like all my guy friends that I know of, <coughs> all four of them. All four of them, <laughs> five of them. No, four of them. Four out of the five have have their fathers in their lives, and I haven't seen the the, the negative effects of of them in their lives. Mm. But um, for like my female friends, I've seen how like whole spectrum of it being good, mm. and it being not so good. Right, so I know we're gonna go on to. Um, I'm presuming we're gonna go on to the whole father in your life sort of debate mm. or, or conversation. And I think, like, first first and foremost, I think now it's almost trendy to have a kid and, I say now, it's probably always been going on, but have a kid and they, that kid becomes a pawn in your war against, especially when there's no commitment or, or real sort of relation, real sort of commitment to a relationship. And it's just you're having a kid by this guy um, and he becomes your baby daddy or baby mama. Um, the kid just becomes a pawn in that war. Um, and I think that's it's a devastating thing that's happening more and more now, or I'm hearing more and more now, um, and that is always going to have a negative effect on, or we're yet to see the negative effects of that because those kids grow up in not just broken homes but homes where they don't get to see their father, or it's like it's a constant war mm. in which they are being used as, as a weapon as well. Yeah, definitely, and um, yeah, and like. I've I've like really been noticing it a, a lot where you'll see like couples and their children for no wedding rings and it's almost like it's become becoming a thing where mm. you you're, you're, you're like having kids without that commitment and mm. like like uh, like we're saying broken families mm. so now children are growing up with not the right idea of what a family should, should be yeah. And, yeah. The, and and the reasons why family should be like that in the first place yeah. and yeah and yeah so. Do you think there's anything that, 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 that we as a church can do to have have a positive effect on, on the images of father and fa- helping fathers become the fathers that they should be? I think, for me personally, I think the first thing is to start instilling it in the young kid. And so, like like you said, you know, even younger ones or, or men that aren't fathers on Father's Day, you know, give them the same sort of treatment as you would give a father that you appreciate. You know, so that they know you know, this could potentially be a benefit of being a good father. Yeah. But also instilling, like, biblical manhood and, and, and the biblical examples we have of what a man should be. Instilling those sort of principles and those sort of values in young men from early, I think is, I think is very important. Um, and I, I think that would help, mm. at least the next generation. I think as well it's important um, if, like, even if a young boy doesn't have his father around, that mm. he still sees... Um, what it's like to what like a healthy relationship looks like, mm. and what like a good, like um, like mentoring father son sort yeah. of bond looks yeah. like. Absolutely. So then they can crave that more for like their own life. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that that, that that could end up being harmful if they're craving it, knowing that they won't get it from from their own family. Well, no, no. I mean, like in a way that like they they look forward to it. Like, when they're older, I can't wait to have that, that relationship with my son, you know? Mm. Or at least they see a healthy one, you know, and, and they know what, what it should be like, you know, because what what you tend to find, or, or I, I can only imagine what, what's happening is kids are growing up without fathers, um, and, and then they're becoming fathers themselves and not knowing what to do about it or not knowing how to be a good father because they've not, never had a good father. Mm. And, and that cycle just continues and... They don't care about their kids because. Do yeah, think... I don't reckon I'd be a good father. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you have to have a good father to know what it means to be a good father? No, no, I, I don't think that's the case. I think. I think the Bible can present, the Bible and good biblical principles can present one way or, or one way to be a good father without having a father. But also, I think seeing a relationship, or even just being a better person. You know, you, you want to be in the life of someone that's you know as a result of your activities. Shenanigans. <laughs> hmm. 
Speaking of shenanigans, Kayla, let me throw this question to you. Wow. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, not because of shenanigans, but because of like a rhetoric that I've, uh, that's, that comes about a lot in, the, in, in like in just life. Yeah. So like a lot of things. No, I, I, I've I've heard it said a lot that the reason girls have all these things with guys is because of a lack of a father figure in their life. Oh, daddy issues. Yeah. Do you think that's really a thing, or do you think that's just an excuse that girls use to um I think boys have daddy issues as well to be honest I don't think it's a thing like if a girl doesn't have her dad around that they're automatically going to become a certain way or whatever but obviously any relationship that you have is broken from a young age it's gonna it's gonna like skirt your ideas of of what a relationship is and how you act and like a role model mm-hmm. and like I think if you don't see your dad respecting women, or you don't see your mum, like, respecting herself, or, like, respecting men, even, like, obviously, you don't know what it is to do the same in your life. Mm. Possibly, but, of course, you could learn those morals from elsewhere as well. <laughs> For me, you know, there's that saying in Ghana that charity begins at home, and uh, the idea... My mum loves that saying, man. Oh, yeah? Go visit your nan. Charity That's... begins at home. <laughs> I, I even said it's from Ghana, but, yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, and and this is the this is the whole point of having a stable family unit, and why I think the Bible describes it the way it does. You know, man leaving his family, woman leaving their family, and the two clinging together, and then becoming their own unit. Because those initial things are the things that build your <coughs> perspectives on life, mm. and you know you learn or you start learning how to interact with others socially because you go to kindergarten, you interact with other kids you have a concept of what it looks like to raise children, to live with another person, to have a healthy relationship, a healthy family family relationship from what your parents are doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so definitely a kid that sees a relationship where the mom's constantly getting beaten or something and they grow up. As 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 um as ridiculous as it sounds, it becomes normal for them mm-hmm. and you 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 find people in, in broken relationships that are, are in abusive relationships that don't see how bad it is quite simply because their perspective or their paradigm or their frame of reference is that's kind of what I'm used to. My mom stayed, so why why wouldn't I stay? You know, it's it's not a new concept to them. Yeah. Also, as well, like um, like the most of your social skills that you learn or like the most chunk you learn is yeah. from like primary socialization that always happens like at home yeah. and like um there's this thing i don't know like how much truth it holds but like there's a thing that um your moral core like your like who you are like morally and ethically mm-hmm. is formed by 10 and it doesn't change too much after, after that, that. Mm-hmm. so when you're 10 the only people you see is your classmates and your teacher yeah. and your family and that's it and the ice cream man. And the ice cream man. And the ice cream man quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ice cream man remembered me the other day. I was with him. He was like, you've grown. I was like, yeah, don't be a creep. Oh, okay, Moses. As the only father in the room. Uh, what that we know of. That we know of. Oh, Jeez. Bobby. <coughs> I know, right? What do you mean? You mean Peter? <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Yeah. I meant you. Um... Um, what 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 what's been the hardest things about being a father for you? Um, I find it very interesting. Um, there's so many different factors that kind of fold together to kind of form different situations. So, <coughs> um, alright. So, for those who didn't know, I fathered my first child. In my first year of uni, so I was 19. Um, so my daughter just turned nine in April. And I've got a second daughter as well who turned two in May. Um, so the first daughter wasn't planned. Um, yeah, but this, the relationship and the situation deteriorated. It went south real quick. Um, that because you went south mountain. Listen, <laughs> I am passionate. If anything, it went north. <laughs> um, and it's like, 
it, it went south to the point where I had to go court to see my daughter. And that's something that I've realised that isn't quite common. In the case of mm. the mum saying, I don't, want to, I don't want you to have anything to do with me or the child, and you saying, well, I'm taking you to court to see my child. Mm. I'm, I'm saying it's not common, because it does happen. Mm. But for See, the most part... It seems, it seems to happen, happen a lot on TV. <laughs> like TV, TV shows. What, on TV shows? Yeah, like, like the, 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 that's what it's fighting to get, like, at least joint custody. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, well, I don't watch TV that often, but I, you know, from the people that I've met, that's, that's the ideal situation for them. You know, kid wasn't planned. Mom's like, don't have anything. I'm like, cool. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> you know? Um... Like yeah, I know, I know guys who have fought like to an inch of their life just to stay in their in their children's life, and I, yeah. I commend them. Um, but yeah, even during all of that, it still was just going downhill, yeah. and there's just the fatigue between mother and father, which then kind of spills over to child. So the dynamic can get very um, tricky and just murky. And unfortunately, the person who actually suffers the most is the child, yeah. um, who didn't choose to be in that situation, um, who's just literally just trying to live life, and the adults are kind of going at each other's necks, not realizing that it's a child that's kind of suffering. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in, in terms of like who, what, where, when, or why, in terms of why we're in this situation or what can be done to turn around by the church and everything else. This this may sound. Um, uh, you know, I don't really care how it sounds. Um, <laughs> you know what? The fundamental thing that transformed my relationship with my daughter is God. Yeah. And there were times, there were moments where I was like, you know what? Bun this, I'm leaving. And I genuinely heard God saying, "You can't leave." I didn't, he didn't give up on me. I'm not allowed to give up on her. Mm. And he was like, she needs to know her dad, so you can't go. I think just, just adding something little there is the, the stark and painful realisation that it wasn't even that you're giving up on your daughter, so you're giving up on your daughter's mum. Uh, and on the situation that, yeah. that that puts you in. Yeah. It just shouldn't happen. And it, it's the case of... Um, so, as we said initially, I didn't necessarily have the greatest relationship with my dad. Um, he was there, but... Well, he was there, innit? Um, <laughs> do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade. I know that by doing that, I'm throwing shade. But it's like, I love my dad, innit? Because um, you have to. Sorry. <laughs> not It's like... At the moments that I needed him for one reason or another, he wasn't about. Mm. So I grew up looking for that male figure, that male position to be filled. And it wasn't always filled in the best of, best of places. Mm. Um, you joined again? It wasn't filled in the best of places. <laughs> yeah? I'm going to try to put mine in court for the <laughs> Don't think he won't get gangster slaps for me. So it's like, but in all of that, that's what's brought me to where I am now. Mm. And one that the first day, the first time I was going to, um, I was going on a retreat by myself. My, um, you need friends. <laughs> I wouldn't even go to the shop by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it was actually very beneficial. Yeah. I, I remember this so vividly. I was about to walk into the car. I literally left the house, got getting into my car, about to drive mm-hmm. to like the countryside. And I heard God saying, I'm about to teach you the man I want you to be. And I heard him saying, "Um, I didn't allow your father to father you because I wanted to father you. And not saying that everyone in my situation has the same thing kind of pronounced over them. Everyone's got their own relationship with God and you kind of need to let God speak to you individually and speak into your situation. But it was a sense of, as um, Joseph said, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Mm. Not saying that my dad meant it for evil, but what I thought 
was being harm done to me. God had actually purposed something good to come out of it. And it's a case of he's now brought me to the point where I have an amazing relationship with my daughter. I have an amazing relationship with my wife. My daughter is a second daughter. Um, My relationship with my first daughter is still on the men's. But it's a case of she still very much wants me in her life. And for me, that is a major bonus. Um, Most people won't know about, like, due to circumstances, I stepped out for a little while of my first daughter's life. Um, Mad difficult decision. It wasn't like I'm just abandoned. It was a mad difficult um, situation. But, again, God has kind of brought a turnaround brought me back into her life. So it wasn't a case of I'm stepping up to just say bye. I don't I don't want to know you, nothing like that. It wasn't like that. Um, but yeah, there's a turnaround there. It's like things are moving in a very positive direction. I'm saying all of this just to say that there are so many different situations and reasons why guys will find themselves in that situation or children will be in a situation without their father. And it's it's almost become a case of, let's paint them all with the same brush. Mm-hmm. Let's put them all under the same statistic. Let's kind of classify them under the same thing and kind of prophesy the same endpoints to all of them. And that, that isn't the situation, that isn't the case at all. Um, some people fall into this position due to like genuine mistakes um, genuinely searching for something Um, some people go into it and don't know how to handle it and so they bail out some people go into it and didn't have a father figure in their life and they feel the pressure of having to be this good father which they don't know how to be Um, they've never had that validation they've never had that sort of pat on the back and saying wow you're doing well from another man and it all, it all has an effect. It all has an impact. Um, and we can never really trivialise that. Do you think a woman saying, well done, I can see you being a really good dad, like, do you think that would have the same impact as a man saying it? No. Um, there's just... Not trying to... Tri- not not trivialising mm-hmm. the woman's role in terms of encouraging and keeping them going. But it's like there's just something about standing in front of another man and a man kind of patting you back and saying you're doing well continue it's just manly it's it's like hard to explain but that's yeah it's like there's just something about it it's like a mother hearing from another woman Mm. you're a really good mum knowing that she's a mum as well and she's actually commending you on what you're doing like she's recognising it I I think I appreciate that it's different I definitely appreciate that different but I think yeah it's, it's just as positive it's, it's, it's different but it's just as positive it's just that's what I'm saying it's just it's, it say. doesn't trivialise it yeah. but it definitely hits like a if you're only part. getting a woman One. saying yeah. well done every now and then like it's, it's not the same as a man saying oh do you know what it, 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 it's just as good it's just as positive and it's just as good but it's different mm. that's the thing and it's I like it, it's the same it's I, I just just I think women shouldn't neglect if, if you're in that situation shouldn't neglect to do that because yeah. It, it, you know, a man can't say you'll make a good husband, or a man can't say you make a good husband, but you know, a woman saying you make a good husband, she's the one that has the husband, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's different. You know, but a man telling you, uh, uh, yeah, it's just different, it's just different, but it's just as good and it's just as yeah. positive. Um, yeah, let's continue. I lost my train of thought. I think I, I was going to say that, like. One thing that I, I, I notice is even where the dads are around, it's not it's not the end or be all, like to just be there. Mm. You, I think it's important to actually build a relationship um, and to build some sort of rapport where you are able to address certain things. Um, where we we come from the African background in it, so. Yeah, the dads are mostly the disciplinarian. They're mostly the um, breadwinner. So it's just they bring food and they beat you. Um, <laughs> but I think I, I've had a, a slightly different uh, relationship with my dad where we I, we don't talk about emotional stuff or all that 
jazz. Um, but you know, you don't talk about emotional stuff to anyone. Yes, I do, and you, we've got evidence on 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 podcast. This like, guy is bookmarking all the points, because because this idiot hasn't so <laughs> admitted the fact that he was wrong because he he put Anita on the spot. I didn't put her on and, the and spot. And tried to be like, oh, so we know Peter's so not emotional. Has he ever shown you any emotion? She was like. He shows a lot of emotion. <laughs> he was like, that was really? Yeah. She's the one person you should expect him to be emotional towards. She's the one person I need to. I don't need to be emotional towards you. You're gay. <laughs> Which is fine. If you're, if you're gay and you don't know God, it's cool. If you do know God. Okay, you just All right, you're getting controversial <laughs> now. Um, but um, I think... There's only the fool. It's just the fool. No, I'm just saying, if you're gay, it's cool. But if you're gay um, and you don't know God, then you've got bigger problems. Is this still continuing? Then you're gayness. And I need to say this clearly. <laughs> then you're gayness. <laughs> then you're gayness. Um, if you do know God, then address it with him, innit? If he says it's cool, then it's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> That's the thing. If he says it's cool, yeah. he says it's cool. then... Yeah. Who are you to know? Exactly. Like, huh? How about all you? Go, know, you all, go have a chat with All I know God, is no. he said it wasn't cool in the Old Testament and that God hasn't changed since then. All, so. all I know is that he says it's not cool in the New Testament as well. Go Boom, check out there you go. Go check out There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and God hasn't changed since then. So, yes. Jesus loves you. I think he just lost a couple followers. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. I'm down with that. Because um, I heard, a, I was listening to a Christian podcast recently and they were like, it was very, oh yeah, gay, straight, is good. Not in a sense of, it's good, like, yeah, more importantly, Christ, but in the sense of, yeah, we'll marry you in our church kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's fine, gay relationships. Yeah. It's like, mm, that's not what the Bible says. Anyway, we're talking about dads. Um, and I, I was saying, yeah, I, I think... <laughs> yeah, we are talking about guys. We are talking about guys. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Uh, it's where I didn't get to speak to my dad about emotional stuff. I don't think I missed out on that per se because there were other avenues in which he was able to teach me how to deal with certain things. Um, and I think Can you give an example because it's a bit vague right now. Yeah, that's, that's as good as it gets. <laughs> that's as emotional as it gets <laughs> as on the as podcast. I get, yeah. Um, no, just in the sense of like where maybe you know my dad's a bit of a perfectionist. Like I think I wrote in a piece. Um, you know, he would literally, I got 99 in an exam, my pre-technical exam, I got 99% out of 100. I got 99% because the teacher said you don't get 100% in this exam. So I got 99%. I took it to my dad. He was like, oh, okay, 99%. Did anyone get 100? I was like, no. I was like, okay, why didn't you get 100? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was kind of like, that's the sort of emotional spectrum of my dad. But, you know, where... If he saw I wasn't, like, I was beating myself up too much about something. Like, i do something and I made a mistake. Like, I crashed his car. And, you know, he was, like, he was much more accommodating of that and much more able to go, like, well, it's, it's what happens, you know, get a license first, we'll do this, we'll do this. Um, so Wait, you crashed the car before you had a license, what? Oh, yeah, no, I was driving without a license for a while. I thought he would but no he was, he was much more thing so you know I think it's just not just being there for being their sake and not just being there to pay bills but actually interacting with your kids which yeah. is something I think can be ignored especially when you're only focused on working it's like oh I work my dad worked two jobs you know he, there were times where I'd only see him on Sundays Sunday morning before I went to church by the time I come back he's gone but he still found a way to interact with us and he's been like that for most of his children but you know what Um, I've been watching I was watching a few documentaries and stuff when they was first born Um, and God spoke to me through them and it it was mad Um, I was talking about the great migration in America Mm. um, from the south to the north where men went out to go look for jobs to send money back down to the south so that the wives could kind of take care of the family but that migration took all the men away mm. and so people in the south are now growing families in the south are now growing about husbands mm-hmm. and obviously as the husbands were going they were finding other girls there blah 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 this and that and things got a bit murky um, hashtag murky you had to, you had to. <laughs> I don't know if I that now um <laughs> And God said to me, don't be so consumed with money that you're not actually there for your family. Mm. Um, and he was like, 
we should learn to trust in him to provide mm. but rather us be there it's like money comes and goes but our presence in our family's life can never be replaced mm. um and it's difficult especially when there's bills to be paid and blah 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 but actually knowing yo like god god's got this mm. um can sometimes be that level of assurance um but I also think there's room for, like, there's room for being, you know, working hard and, and, and paying bills and maybe skipping out on some time, but then making up for it, if that makes sense. But I think where the where, where the divide comes is where you're only consumed with paying bills mm. and you're only consumed with making money. And so you're out 24-7, you don't actually even realise the fact that even though you live in the same house, you're actually absent from their lives. But I think being intentional about like you said interacting being intentional about actually being involved in their lives in a, in a specific and in a intentional way is important i think there's room for mm. playing around in i situation. see it as well yeah definitely um i see it as well that as kayla was saying if um values and morals are formed by the age of 10 um show them all the horror movies before 10 they're all good this is what I'm going to do to my children. Yeah, this what? He says he's, he's going to be... Look, if social services are... Can we just lay hands here, on our brother, please? Mate, we'll, we'll do it afterwards. We'll, we'll, we'll lay hands in the old King James way. <laughs> and I then think, he fell asleep. I think, I think the reason I'm not scared of anything is because I watched Alien and Predator by the time I was like six. This is the guy... No, listen, yeah. I, I played, like... The, do, you, do you know GameCube? Yeah. yeah. So you know the game Gun. I know GameCube. You know the game she's Gun. She's a girl. She's okay. the yeah. And I'm also like twelve, so. Um, <laughs> well, my brother used to play Gun next to me, and I used to play it with him. Yeah. And then I remember I had a recurring dream. Like yeah. the only recurring dream I've had is of the boss from the last level of Gun <laughs> trying to kill me in the back of my estate. <laughs> like, like, like And this is where you want for your child, yeah? I don't mind. You turn that alright. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for a child to be sleeping and just see Chucky chasing him. I, I, I dealt with it, I was fine. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. And that was yeah. debatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Only the missus would say it's fine. Everybody else would be like, oh, you got some issues there, mate. <laughs> um, oh, what was I even saying? Oh, I keep on throwing you off, man. Um, oh, what was I saying? He said Kaylin. Don't talk about Kaylin. Oh. Yes. Because um, God, was, God was almost saying to me, as my presence and the importance that I place on different things will leave a, an impact and an impression on their mind. So if, my, if I, by my actions, I'm impressing, go out and go get money, mm, mm. that's what's going to be left as an impression on their mind. So they're going to grow up thinking... I need to stack money. I need mm. to make sure that this and that. But if there's a, if my way of living impresses, family is important. Mm. Trusting God and He will provide around that. Mm. It then leaves an impression of yo relationships, human interaction and relationships and experiences is what is important. Mm. And literally trust, learn to trust in God. Because I know people who, um, one one pastor, his dad was self-employed. Um, and he lost his job yeah. and the house that they were living in was above the workshop that he was in but because he lost his job he had to move out of the thing as well and literally with the last amount that he had that he could have used for something he tithed it yeah. and he was as he remembered as, he remembered as a child saying to his dad why did you do that and his dad said to him God is going to provide yeah. and they never went without Mm-hmm. And that, as a child, left left a major impression that yo, even in times of difficulty, mm-hmm. my dad trusted God to the point of mm-hmm. like potentially making us homeless, mm-hmm. and yeah. God came through. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the whole thing about providing, when when we say provide, doesn't mean God will make you a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, no. It just means that He will take care of your needs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like for me, long story short, what can the church do? <coughs> In terms of fatherless, this and that, let's just point us, the body, to the cross. Um, practically, what can we do is what we've been called to do, to love. I think, I think to add to that as well is um, do, do what God calls you to do and, and do what God calls you to do on the day-to-day as well. I, I'm always surprised by the fact that Isaac was also 
Christian, if I can say that. I was also of the faith. Because I, I, I don't imagine I'd be like, yo, this God wanted to kill me. Like, what the hell is up with that? You know, like when they, when Isaac was with Abraham and Abraham mm. was going to yeah. kill him. It's like, that's kind of weird. But then Isaac also... But how yeah. did he not clock the whole way up the mountain, to be honest? Because he asked his dad, didn't he? And his dad said, God will provide. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he didn't know that God had provided. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think, you know, him seeing his father's faith in this God and him seeing the results of it, you know, he, he lived and there was a ram randomly there. Uh, and it wasn't random. Was <laughs> well, it wasn't random, no. But <laughs> him seeing that obviously allowed for him to also grow in the faith. Um, and he followed Sue and didn't turn away. So I think also, you know, doing whatever or being a man that does what God says you should do. And, and is able to clearly hear and clearly decipher what God is saying and do it. That's a demonstration mm-hmm. as well for your kids. That, yeah, let's do what God says. I've heard someone say the conversation and <laughs> downward. The walk down from the hill would have been awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the, funny, the, funniest thing, the funniest thing is when you realise that from then till when Isaac gets his wife, the Bible doesn't even mention him again. <laughs> he's still traumatised. <laughs> he's like still trying to get down the mountain. Like. <laughs> Give me a hug now. I think that'll be a nice place to round up. So, Kill your children. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, give a shout out to all the fathers. Keep doing what you're doing. Happy Father's Day. Day. You know, the kids need you. Who's just, you need? just on one note, yeah, I made a joke earlier, not knowing that you had another child. Um, <laughs> so as soon as you said that, so it's a setup. I felt like a mug. Um, <laughs> I went... before, I just wanted to clarify, like that no, joke was based on like actual like silly men and not like men that have had to leave for different circumstances and no, stuff. That's cool. That's cool. That's usually what happens here. <laughs> and then someone just drops a bombshell so I'll talk to me Chris but yeah no, I, I didn't I didn't yeah, take no, any yeah, offence to it yeah. so it's cool I didn't mean it like that no, look at that probably sister still love at least you can apologise you still haven't apologised you still haven't apologised without even of, someone else noting my mistake what number of things first of all me being unemotional I'm holding on to that uh, <laughs> see that's emotions that's emotions second of all you being late today and every other time you're late, you haven't apologised. Well, yeah, it's cool. We forgive wow. you. The guy who said his pet peeve is lateness. So confidently. I know. And if you're late, Kaylin. you will point it out. <laughs> Kaylin. Write yeah, I was it. waiting for you today for nearly 20 minutes. Kaylin, don't start. I was don't stuck start. in the humidity. Humidity. I, I could have melted. Do you know how uncomfortable <laughs> that is? See? You know how, how anyway, <laughs> shout out to partners around for the ordinary, amazing logo. No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you went in with passion as well. You even pointed shout at out like, to partners around for you. Think, I think it's important to say. I don't know if you said it on this podcast. It's silly how it's for the last two or three podcasts we've had to say something about something that's going on in London, mm. which is sad. Um, well, our prayers are with the victims of uh, yeah. Grenfell Tower. Um, and anyone listening, I think there's been like tons of donations and tons of websites. There's a just giving website. Just search for somewhere in which you can help if you mm-hmm. if you can, or if not, just send the prayer out. Um, yeah, it's uh, just as effective. In, as in terms of helping, yeah, I know that we're going to be going over this, but uh, over the time. But in terms of helping, like actually research where you're going to give your stuff to. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, there's there's been like a whole kerfuffle and hoo ha this and that organization saying. Yes, they've received donations, but they can't actually give it out until there's like proof and verification that you lived in the block of flats when their IDs and stuff got burnt in the block of flats. <laughs> or how are you meant to be proving that? Um, and like people are living in hotels without like sanitary towels and just mm-hmm. clean stuff, and they aren't getting the stuff that they actually need. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely encourage you to do your research as to where. I'm also under the impression that they have enough. Like, once they can start distributing, they do have enough, mm. like, physical things. Um, but, bad. like, actual, like, housing and finance is, like, the main yeah, issue okay. at the moment. Yeah. If you know of any that you would recommend... Um, Jamelia, Jamelia had yeah. all the information. Um, send it up in the link. Yeah. The link. Um, apparently, what is needed the most is, like, um, toiletries, yeah. um, baby stuff, and just, like, clean underwear and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, don't wait for this artist to strike before you check up on people. Don't know. Oh. Yeah. You know, because like we say this all the time, like it might actually be too late, and then you're left wondering, oh man, if only I, if only I did this or, or do that. 
don't don't live Literally. that life. All it takes is a text, a call. You know, we live in a world where everything is basically free. Can be communicating is free. Yeah, I think you should show some more love, Bobby. Before Who? it's too late, you. Show you love. And everyone loves. Just in general, like, yeah, I can show it to other people. I don't, yeah. I don't need yeah. your love. Yeah. <laughs> I think people need love the most. Right. Anyway, as, as Kanye was saying, yeah, instead of sending flowers, be the roses. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Too bad Kanye's crazy now. <laughs> 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 If this podcast stops randomly, yeah, you know what happened. We just got sued. Yeah. <laughs> uh, partners around for the intro outro music. Yeah, that's right. Calvin Turner for the honorary amazing. Logo. I was about to say Harris Turner or Calvin Harris. <laughs> what did it oh, for the honorary amazing logo, you can find us on SoundCloud.com forward slash the Blacksmiths Furnace. No apostrophe. On all good podcast websites, Blacksmiths Furnace with an apostrophe. Twitter at the Furnace UK. Email address tbsfurnace.hotmail.com Plugging over? Anyone got anything to plug? I'm plugging um, Reverb, Rise and Squares, Reverb, um, Croydon Box Park on the 4th of July? Second, yes. First, first Tuesday first of the month. First Tuesday of the month, which is the 4th of July. We've got two dope female artists. And we've, I think we've actually got a musician debuting one of his EPs nice. there as well. So dope stuff like the feedback has been has been absolutely incredible um, come down it's free it's in box parts so you can grab yourself a little munch sit down eat as a bar don't get drunk but yeah it's all good yeah. um, plug uh, Nancy Meets filming begins next week next week Saturday so you'll be seeing some stuff on Instagram and social media and stuff about that it's actually looking quite good quite interesting so yeah yeah that should be that should be cool Can, anything from you Caleb? No, not really. If anyone wants to contribute to my financial crisis don't start, at the moment. Don't start with it. Don't start with it. <laughs> Where's the next Pokemon? Uh, will there be another Pokemon? That's the question I'm going to play today. Really? There will be. There will be. No one oh. knew there will be. Crisis. Crisis. <laughs> to tease. Uh, oh, yeah. The well, only reason this guy does Pokemon is because babes come. So there will be another Pope people. But, 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 but babies don't come. I do babies don't come. I do for oh, the poetry. I do for the poetry. Uh, babes. Is that why there will be no Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you set your hopes on the babes and they didn't come. Because you can't write about anything other than babes. Even with a prompt. No, I did remember. Oh, I did remember. I wrote even about, with a prompt. I wrote about oh, the pastor. Remember? That was about babes. Done the, done the, done the. Um, once again, welcome Kaylin to the furnace. Done um, no, we have we'll have lots of fun with her, and she'll bring her insights <laughs> and all that good stuff. What, what happened? I felt like there should have paused somewhere, Fab, uh, or like some sort of disclaimer. Through, you know, verbal fun. I don't know. Say something. Yeah. All right, cute. let's just end let's that just, right just, over there. We're gonna have a lot, lots of fun. I'm now. gonna bring my bucket to go along with the shovels this next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blow! <laughs>